to another edition of Spotlight on Natural Resources. I'm Bill Wastner. With me is Abigail Garfalo. Welcome, Abigail. Uh, Hi. We're going to talk about uh, soils. And uh, it, it's such a, a fairly rudimentary thing, but it, it is so important to so many things. So first, why don't you tell us about what is soil? Absolutely. Yeah, I definitely, um, it's one of those things that a lot of people are like, yeah, soil, it's in my yard, but a lot of people just don't understand it or don't, you know, they're just like, oh, that's that thing going on. But um, it's this really um, interesting mix of, you know, geology and biology in which we have rock materials and and organic materials, so dead stuff um, on the immediate surface of the earth. So it it serves as this growing medium for plants Um, And so really, you know, these rocks that have been pummeled, beaten over time um, by weather, water, gravity, um, forming these really small like rock particles of sand, clay, um, and then that combined with organic matter, air and water just makes soil. And it's this it's just this amazing natural resource that really supports all life on Earth. So that kind of answered my follow-up question which was why is soil important really it is the basis for everything we eat then and just so many things oh absolutely our food our fiber it also um, regulates water so um, the as rain falls down it infiltrates into the soil and it filters it as well Um, and it stores and cycles nutrients so it serves as this medium for like all of the um nitrogen and phosphorus, all these things, these nutrients that we really need to grow our crops, um, it cycles those nutrients through. Um, And so it's just, it provides so many services. So when I went to school many, many years ago, I actually had a a class in soils. And the first, the next question really is uh, something that would have driven my soils prof to distraction. And that is, what's the difference between soil and dirt? Yeah, so that's the the one that us, you know, podologists, us soil scientists really are like, oh, it's not dirt. We really kind of get all over people for this um, because there is a difference. Um, one kind of soil commands a little bit of respect and it's the work that we do. And so we're like, excuse me, respect this really important thing. Um, but um, dirt is really displaced soil. And so um, think of it like the stuff under your nails, the stuff you track in on your shoes, when your dog makes a mess um, and you it from coming inside, that's all dirt. Um, and so when you're digging in your yard, that's your digging in soil. When you go to wash your hands inside, that's dirt. Um, so that- it's kind of the difference between plant and weed. One is displaced from where you want it. Exactly. And, okay. Nice. Yeah. So what is good soil? Um, we obviously, when we plant things, we want them to grow. Is that the difference? Yeah, so that it's really um, kind of like you were saying, is it really depends on what you're growing. Um, so for a lot of Illinois producers and farmers, um, we grow corn, soybeans, pumpkins. We have these really dark, rich soils with thick top layers, um, high nutrients. They're kind of like the Goldilocks of textures, soft but not too soft. Um, that's great soil for our Illinois farmers. However, if I'm a blueberry farmer, I want a really acidic soil. Um, I might think that my my neighbor who grows corn has really bad soil um, because they're not going to grow. My blueberries aren't going to grow as well in it. So it really depends on what you're growing. 
And the same goes for um, native plants as well. And so, you know, some native plants actually prefer really low nutrient, really kind of what we would call bad or barren soils. Um, so it's really, you know, not just about calling it good or bad. Um, it's, about, it's about kind of like the quality of it um, in terms of, you know, low quality or high quality degraded, meaning, you know, what have we done to create a, a degraded soil? Um, so any high quality soil could be something that's good for, you know, someone's basement or septic symptom all the way to like a wetland. Um, so that would be like a bog. But a low quality soil is one that has like really high rates of erosion, um, extreme pHs that really nothing can grow there. Um, contamination. So lead contamination is a huge issue where I'm at up in Cook County. Um, and so that's what we would call like a degraded or a low quality soil. Interesting. So good is more related to suitability versus some arbitrary measure of, for example, nitrogen content or something like that. Absolutely. Yeah. So some native plants actually do not do well in high nitrogen environments. They get really leggy and they can't compete with the weeds that are actually really good at processing and, and like that high nat nitrogen content. And so, you know, it just really depends on what you're trying to grow there. Can you relate between um, the soils we have outside and the soils that we would have for potted plants uh, in the home? Yeah, so those are um, what I like to call just composted soils. Um, those have really high carbon rich contents Any like, you know, like the miracle grow that you would buy in the bag. Um, they, they're, um, they're not quite, I don't, I like to call the ones that we see in our yards native soils. Um, they just don't have, they're not exactly formed in the same way. They're often like a mixture that we've made in a lab, um, but they don't have like the structure that we see in, in native soils um, because those native soils took hundreds of thousands of years to form. Um, and so these are more um, just like high compost contents. We can definitely grow things in them, um, but they're not going to be able, they're first of all, really expensive to produce on a level that we would need. Um, if to if we wanted to grow you know like crops and things in them on a large scale then so what can we do to support the soils again speaking of outside soils yeah so of our native soils it's really important um, that we um, preserve them as much as possible it actually takes about three to five hundred years just to create one inch of topsoil um, and so it, but it only takes 30 seconds to to eliminate it uh, so we want to try and and like support and preserve what we have as much as possible. Uh, and we can do that in a lot of ways. Um, so in our homes that are, are, you know, like our yards and things like that, we can uh, cover our soil. So we don't wanna leave them bare. And that goes for uh, producers as well. A lot of uh, farmers are implementing cover crops into their regular uh, cycles. And so making sure that you cover your soils will really prevent you from just losing those top layers from just natural um, weathering from rain and, and wind and things like that. The other thing I always like to tell um, people is to complete the cycle. So organic matter is such an important piece of our soils. Um, it helps keeps our soils in place. It creates really nice airy structures. And so by returning our scraps, the garden, um, you know, if uh, one thing that gardeners like to call is chop and drop, you know, if I have 
if I'm doing my garden cleanup, if I'm chopping off some of my plants um, just to make it look nicer, just drop it on the ground. Don't take it in or or throw it away. Um, and the same goes with you know cover crops, tilling them back into the soil. You're completing that carbon cycle. You're returning those um, carbon atoms back into the soil um, is really important for for that organic matter per piece as well. So. Very good. So where uh, can we go to get more information about soils? And I, I know it's a big component of a number of our uh, programming. Yeah. Elements. So the first thing I would say is, you know, if you want to know more about your soils is I would actually get your soil tested. Um, and you can find that out through um, the Illinois Soil Testing Association. Um, our website is currently getting updated. And so we don't have, you know, that still needs some information on it, but the Illinois Soil Testing Association makes sure they have certified soil testers. Um, and that's where we often refer a lot of our calls as well. Um, so I would definitely recommend that. The other thing I would check out is see what kind of research um, the university is doing. And so the Illinois Natural History Survey is doing some really interesting things on soil. Um, they do um, soil testing and, and um, like assess soils, especially wetland soils in Illinois. And so they always have some really interesting information on there. Um, the Natural Resource Conservation Service actually has a web soil survey, so you can actually, you know, look at what's going on five to ten feet beneath your feet, um, if that's something that, you know, you're feeling nerdy like me and you want to check it out. Um, and then the last thing I would say is uh, one of our professors in crop science is actually working on a, a project with Extension uh, up in the Chicagoland region, and so that's Lake, McHenry, Kane, DuPage, Kendall, Will, and of course Cook County. Um, to actually test lead in our soils. And so we're actually gathering about uh, 2,000 samples, um, if not more, hopefully, uh, to see, you know, what is the lead contamination and, and all of those testing services are free just to see the lead. And so um, that's with the Chicago Safe Soils Initiative. So if that's something you're interested in, definitely check them out on the web. Excellent. Well, this has been another edition of Spotlight on Natural Resources. I'm Bill Wasner, and we've had Abigail Garfalo, uh, Extension Educator, with us today.